Hello and welcome to The Little Things in Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxters. On The Little Things in Life, brought to you by Ban Rolon, America's leading roll-on antiperspirant. I see Aunt Maggie has taken my crossword puzzle again. Oh, for goodness sakes, dear. Why do you let little things bother you so much? I don't think it's such a little thing. I look forward to coming home at night, having dinner, and then sitting down, reading the paper, and then I wind it up by doing the crossword. Aunt Maggie's had few enough things in her life. Do you think you're being a little selfish? Yes, I do. Yeah. Just the same, I'd like my crossword. I wouldn't mind if she'd finish them, but she only gets about a quarter of it done anyway. Well, then why don't you finish it? I don't like doing crossword puzzles that somebody else has started, then erased, and the whole thing's a mess. Oh, honey, I think she's coming downstairs. Now, don't say anything, please. All right, all right. Well, what are you two doing? Oh, nothing, Aunt Maggie. Bob's reading the paper. I was just looking over some Christmas cards I hadn't opened. I haven't heard you say anything about what you're doing New Year's Eve. No, we never go out New Year's Eve. Oh. We always stay home. Too many drunken drivers on the road. I think you're just staying home because I'm here. Oh, no, 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 Amy. Not at all. Peg's right. We always stay home New Year's Eve. Always. Did you ask anybody to come over? No. No. Most of our friends like to have parties or go to parties. We decided some years ago we were going to stay home and just celebrate by ourselves. We turn on the TV at midnight and watch the crowds in Times Square. Well, that is, if we can stay awake till then. (laughs) Sometimes we don't make it. We're both so sleepy, we just go to bed early. My goodness. You're both much too young to act like that. Even back in Montana, I always do something on New Year's Eve. What do you do, Aunt Maggie? Oh, I go over to Stella Niblett's house, and we play cribbage or hearts, and then at midnight we have a glass of wine. Well, we'll stay up this year, don't worry. You can ask me or not. Maybe we can play something. That'd be kind of fun. Oh, I'll get it. Oh No, I'll get it. I'm up. Here's a Christmas card we got from Barbara Miller. Goodness, I haven't written her yet, either. Oh. Well, for goodness sake, Maynard, come Oh, it's Maynard. Uh, Maynard, hi, come on in. Oh, Maynard. Hope I haven't interrupted anything. Oh, no, oh, not a no. thing. We're just sitting here. It's nice to see you. Let me take your coat, Maynard. All right. Like some coffee? Uh, well, sure, thank you. You two want some more coffee? I'll get some cookies, too. Fine, Aunt Maggie. Won't take me a minute. Uh, w- wait a minute, Maggie. Uh, something I'd like to ask you, uh... Which actually is the reason I dropped in instead of phoning. Sit down, sit down, Maynard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's on your mind? Well, uh, I just had a call this evening from a friend of mine in New York. Well, no, that's not true. I called him. I thought maybe Maggie might like to have a real New Year's celebration this year. My goodness, Maynard, what do you mean? Well, I'll come right to the point, Maggie. How would you like to fly to New York, it's only an hour, and spend New Year's Eve dancing to Guy Lombardo? <gasps> Guy Lombardo? Guy Lombardo! Guy Lombardo! Uh, Maynard, Guy Lombardo's orchestra and his New Year's Eve party is booked up months ahead. Yes, I know. You couldn't possibly get reservations at the last minute. Well, as a matter of fact, I, uh, I used to know him. You knew him? You knew Guy Lombardo? Well, uh, yes. (laughs) I never mentioned this, but in my, uh, well, shall we say, salad days, I used to play a pretty hot trumpet. Uh, We were all pretty young then, but uh, we still kept in touch. You know Guy Lombardo? Well, yes. I went to school with him. High school. He's a very wonderful person and always keeps in touch with his old friends. You mean you and Aunt Maggie would fly down to New York and then go to the New Year's Eve celebration? Oh, that's the idea. That that is, if Maggie would like to do that. If I would like to? Oh, my. My goodness, oh my. 
Guy Lombardo. I have always just loved his orchestra. Always. Would I meet him? I mean, would I actually meet him? Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, my. I wouldn't know what to say to him. <laughs> what do you say to a celebrity? Oh, oh Maggie. Maggie, he's a very nice person. Don't worry about what to say to him. Just uh, say what you'd say to anybody. Oh, no. I never met a real celebrity like that. Oh, Maggie, don't worry. Celebrities are just people, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My... Meeting Guy Lombardo. Well, I thought you might enjoy having a real New Year's Eve party while you're here in the East. Oh, I should say. Oh, I better go fix the coffee and get out the cookies. Well, I'll come along with you to help. I think you'd enjoy it, Maggie. It'd be something different anyway. Well, talk about hiding your light under a bushel. Did you have any idea that Maynard Blake knew Guy Lombardo? What's so great about that? Oh, come on, honey. Oh, you women always get so excited about celebrities. As Maynard said, they're no different than anybody else. Oh, yes, they are. Celebrities are exciting. I don't know why, but they are. I know they're just people, but it is fun to meet them, even to see them. Why do men always act as though it's nothing? Because I don't see anything so great about meeting a celebrity. Oh, I was well. just telling Maynard yeah. uh, uh, tomorrow what we'll have to go shopping for a dress. Yes, dear, long dress and get uh -huh. your hair done, too. And, and I'll have to get shoes and an evening bag. Oh, I must have an evening bag you can borrow. If you wanted to, Maggie, we could drive down early Wednesday. Maybe stop somewhere for lunch on the way. Oh, yes, that sounds like fun. Well, in fact, maybe you wouldn't have to buy a dress. Maybe I've got one that would look nice on you. Come on, let's go upstairs and look at me. I uh -huh. have a black velvet I've only worn once. Come black on. velvet? Yeah. That sounds lovely. But, it's but I need some dressy shoes. Well, we'll, have, we'll have to get Hey, it. what about our coffee? Oh, oh, I fixed it, but I forgot to plug it in. <laughs> so plug in the coffee, Maggie. Yeah, I'll go get the cups and sauces. Uh, are you two coming back down? Yes, dear, we'll be right back down. Oh, my goodness, isn't it exciting? <laughs> Well, I don't like the print dress on you, Aunt Maggie. Anyhow, it's too summery. And I don't think the navy blue knit looks right at all. No, no. I don't think I have enough in the front to fill it out, if you know what I mean. No, <laughs> it doesn't look right. How's the black velvet? You want to zip me up in the back? Sure. It says a jacket, too, you know, mm. somewhere. I'll look in the closet again. How's that fit? Well, I, I think it's a little tight, don't you? No. Just look sexy. Oh, sexy. Yes, you do. But yeah, I can't find the jacket. Oh, here it is. You want to slip it on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, no, 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 dear. Wrong sleeve. Oh. There you are. Oh, yes. My, yeah. this is a beautiful dress. Looks nice but I don't you. think I want to borrow it. I feel terrible if anything happened oh, to it. Oh, what could happen well, to I could it? I spill something on oh, it. Oh, no. That's what always happens when you borrow somebody else's clothes. It never fails. Oh, don't worry about that. Now, turn around. Let me look at you. Well, it's not bad, Aunt Maggie. It is not bad at all. What do you think? Well, I don't think you ever feel very comfortable in someone else's clothes, dear. If you're going to worry about spilling something, will you forget oh, it no, now? no, no. It isn't just that. I, I, well... I really think I'd like to buy a new dress. Well, it just seems like such an expense buying a long dress when you may just wear it once. Well, yes, I suppose I will just wear it once. No, no, I didn't mean it that way, Aunt Maggie. I just meant that's the trouble with everyone. You rush out to buy a long dress for some special occasion, then you never wear it again, you know, or once well, or twice. Well, I just think, since this is the first time I'll be wearing a long dress on a date, if you know what I mean, a man... Yes, I know what you mean. I think you're quite right. We'll get up early, we'll get into town, we'll start looking, but at least you've tried on my things, and in a pinch you can wear that yes. black velvet, you know? Yes, Well, I'd better take it off before something happens to it. Oh, nothing's <laughs> going to happen to it. Now, let me unzip you. What are you going to wear to travel in? I thought I'd wear my salmon-colored knit suit. Mm -hmm. or, or do you think my green would be better? Well, or the navy blue? Oh, dear. Look, we'll go in your room and look them over I now. I'll get my suitcase out and start putting in some things. Uh, you know, bathrobe and slippers and nightgown, things like that. Fine, you've got two days, you know, to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, I know. I just... 
Imagine, imagine dancing to Guy Lombardo's orchestra on New Year's Eve. I know. Hey, what are you two doing up right? here? Maynard I finally know. went on home. Oh, we finished dear. our coffee and cookies. Oh, I'm oh. sorry, dear. We forgot you've been trying on clothes. Oh, I better call Maynard and apologize. No, no, he understood. When women get their minds on clothes, they don't think of anything else. We're going <laughs> shopping tomorrow. Aunt Maggie wants to look for a new dress of her own. I wonder where you're going to be staying. Well, Maynard said he'll make the hotel reservations. Uh -huh. But he didn't say which hotel in New York, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, Dear, I never thought of that. Never thought of what? What's the matter? What is it? Well, I just never thought about going to a hotel. Well, you have to sleep somewhere. You can't drive back that night. But I can't walk into a hotel with, with Maynard. Well, why not? You'll have separate rooms. Well, of course. But what will the desk clerk think if I just walk in with Maynard? I mean, you know what he'll think. Oh, Aunt <laughs> Maggie, Maggie, the desk clerk isn't going to think anything. What does he care, anyway? Well, I care. Oh, dear. I was going to write Stella back home tonight and tell her about going to New York and having New Year's Eve with Guy Lombardo's orchestra. Well, that's fine. You can write everybody back home. But Stella's going to ask where I stayed. Oh. I certainly can't tell her I went to a hotel with a man, but it'd be all over town. Aunt Maggie, you can tell Stella you stayed with friends about. I I don't like lying about things. Oh, dear. Maybe I shouldn't go. And Maggie, oh, now, will now you listen. please stop worrying? You're going to go, and you're going to have a wonderful time. Oh, I don't know if I can uh, if I can dance anymore. It's been so long. Well, you can waltz. Just dance when they're playing waltzes. You can brush up on your dancing tomorrow. We'll put on some records, and you and Bob can dance around practice a little. Me? Well, yes. it's been so long since we've gone dancing well, that I don't... That's for sure. Uh, Maggie, you go in and start packing your suitcase and make a list of what you want to take. Well, tomorrow we'll go shopping early now. I'm going to do a little more thinking about it. At my age, I am certainly not going to ruin my reputation. Oh, Aunt I'll Maggie. talk to you about it in the morning. Good night. Oh, honestly... Well, now, wait a minute. She's got a point. We live in a small town, too, here. Everybody knows everybody else. What if they start gossiping about Aunt Maggie and Maynard Blake going off together? Listen, this will be the highlight of her life, and Aunt Maggie is going if I have to go along as a chaperone. <laughs> all right? All right, honey, <laughs> all right. Do you think all antiperspirants are basically the same? Well, ban roll-on antiperspirant may just change your mind. Take effectiveness, for instance. Tests have shown that Ban Roll-On Antiperspirant will actually help stop wetness better than most leading sprays. Make your own test soon. Pick up a bottle of Ban Roll-On, and you may discover what we've shown in tests. Ban Roll-On Antiperspirant, proof that not all antiperspirants are created equal. As anyone knows, hair is only as beautiful as the condition it's in. Natural Wear Miss Clairol Shampoo Formula conditions while it colors, makes your hair healthy looking and manageable while it adds natural glowing color that covers gray. And it's so easy to use. Just shampoo it in for fresh young color that stays color true week after week. For conditioning hair color, the best it can be, at any price, Natural Wear Miss Clairol to know you're the best you can be. The Little Things in Life with Peg Lynch and Bob Dryden and Margaret Hamilton as Aunt Maggie was written by Peg Lynch, directed by Warren Somerville, produced by Dick Cox and Peg Lynch, and has been brought to you by Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. I'm Charles Woods. This program comes to you from the Radio Playhouse.